0: Welcome to New Week, New Music 2023. I'm Eric, and with me is Brandon. Uh, ben couldn't make it, but we do have a call-in segment from him where he'll share his views on this album. Each year, we're listening to 100 new albums, and we are ranking them from best to worst. And tonight, we have album number 27 for the year, Crash Recoil by Surgeon. And so we uh, we were looking for some more kind of electronic music, and I saw that Surgeon had dropped, and he's an interesting... Uh, He's an interesting figure in electronic music. I feel like where he's an absolute legend in like Birmingham, UK, which is <laughs> a small subset of the techno scene. But, um, but like you know, if you go on on YouTube and look up Birmingham sound as one of the subgenres for techno, he's listed as you know like it's like really three artists define it, and he's one of them. And so he, he's a bit of like a UK underground techno legend. Mm-hmm. Which is a weird point part where you're like like an underground legend.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's the type of stuff we live for on the show. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean they the, the they're dudes hard to like, find. Yeah. But. The dudes that are huge in a very small subsect of music, that is that yeah. is great to me.
0: Yeah, those are those are usually where we win. And so th- this guy, uh he's kind of famous for, for live performance, of course, with a hardware live performance with a very minimal setup. He likes to bring like, you know, one synthesizer something to do drums and a looper. And so he'll get the drums going and he'll play, come up with a synth line, lock it into the looper and then develop a new synth line over that and kind of fade stuff in and out. And he's, he's famous for this kind of um, the Birmingham sound is very minimal techno. It Mm -hmm. it is a very minimal sound where you're, it's all about kind of progression of a very few elements throughout. And he kind of got, got really famous for this. And so this, this album, I believe that the concept was to try and capture some of the vibes of that live set, on tape
1: okay
0: i I don't think it was actually recorded to tape but but on the record but but i
1: know what you mean yeah
0: and so uh um i mean i'm obviously gonna put the caveat this is minimal techno this is something (laughs) that like this is already not gonna be for everybody but i think i
1: i really enjoyed this no i i really did too this is a pretty killer album this was really cool um yeah as pretty much exactly as you said that was gonna be a lot of my compliments for just it really is just kind of one standard beat for like the entire like hour long runtime, and there's just really subtle changes throughout, and they can take a really long time. To yeah, uh, this is an extraordinarily slow paced album, but it's really cool and like super like hypnotizing if you can like get into that mindset. If
0: you get into the vibe, it's. I mean, I think this concept of capturing like a live techno show where he's developing it on the fly Mm -hmm. is like perfect for this album. Yeah. It's, it's, it is not a live album. He did, you know, go into the studio, but he, you know, he toured before this trying the new material like bands do and, and kind of got himself settled and then went into the studio and recorded this. And I think he, I think he pretty much perfectly captured that idea of like a, a free flowing hour ish long live set. And, and I think part of what's really cool about this album to me too is I, I, I've heard a lot of techno because I'm I'm really into this kind of like hardware techno stuff where I you see people you know working with like just a modular synth or just two two or three pieces of hardware and a mixer and and trying to make you know thirty minutes an hour of music with super limited hardware setup I think that's super cool but it's a it's a an area of music that kind of translates better on YouTube where you can see what they're doing better than just listening. And I think he's kind of managed to crack the code a little bit where with how he does these changes and how he does evolve the, you know, the, the melodies and the bass lines and stuff, you can kind of tell it's done on a minimal setup, but it's also not boring without seeing the setup. Like he kind of in the music and, and in the subtle adjustments he makes manages to communicate that vibe of like, one dude just going crazy on like two cheapo since he found a Goodwill or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I, I, I totally agree. Um, and this, uh, remind me of a story I heard, uh, it's kind of about Auteca, but you know, similar ish scene. Um, and back in like the nineties when, uh, England literally tried to outlaw the like rave scene.
0: Oh, jeez! By banning
1: <laughs> by banning music with repetitive elements to it, like that was like the wording of the law. Like repetitive music is illegal. Sounds a
0: lot like the wording of some laws coming out of Florida and Texas right now. Yeah, like, like. It, it was.
1: Yeah, and it was basically the same thing. Just it was just a random ass moral panic that conservatives just started to push and hammer in. I'm um, to ban this techno music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's just like. And like, and a lot of the artists like came and it's like, why are you like targeting us so much? And like, I, I, cause the surgeon's been doing this for a while,
0: right? Oh yeah. Uh, early nineties. Yeah.
1: So he was in that scene at, like while they were, <laughs> this was going on. Like, I, like I have to imagine like he would like make music like this, like as like a middle finger to that. It's like, you can't outlaw this. Like, yeah. And also like, how are you going to define what is repetitive and what isn't like?
0: Well, and it, you know, it's, it's so funny too, and you know, not to get too political, but the argument is exactly the same as the crap coming out of like Texas and Florida these days. It's like, Oh, it's
1: exactly the same. Oh, yeah.
0: you don't want children exposed to drugs and raves and techno music. Don't bring children to techno raves. How hard is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My God. Why are your
1: children at a techno rave, man? <laughs> like,
0: like, I've got an easy solution for you. Yeah. Don't let your children go to a techno rave at 2 a.m. Like, yeah, like it's. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Are you kidding me? Insanity. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, this, uh, these, yeah, I, 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 I feel kind of bad. I don't have a ton to say about this album because it's, because it is so minimal. And also it is a branch of music I'm not super versed in, uh even at this point. Um I I I don't have a ton to say about it, but God, this is just it, it really is just like a fascinating like sub sub subculture of music.
0: Yeah. We're deep in the weeds here. <laughs> yeah, this but... is,
1: this is a couple uh a couple of tears down on the the uh, the iceberg chart, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> On the electronic dark, boys. music <laughs> iceberg iceberg chart. This is pretty low. Um, I, I think
0: so. You know, obviously, it's all dark minimal techno techno, but like I, I do think track to track, there's good variety. Um, it doesn't get boring or stale. No,
1: it's like there's like just the perfect amount of variety.
0: Yeah, that just the evolution is is perfect for the runtime and for mm. the track length. He he really really killed it and. And I think that's something that a lot of electronic musicians sometimes lack is, like, you can tell that this was road-tested music. You can tell that, like, it is perfectly, perfectly tuned to, like, keep the crowd going, keep the crowd mm-hmm. into it. It evolves at just the right rate. The variation track to track is just right. And I think that the kind of the one other element to this music that we didn't really mention yet is uh, he does have some, you know, kind of quote-unquote surprising moments where, like, Halfway through the first track, he just drops that, you know, classic rumble kick, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, perfect, and then, like, in the third uh, third track, there's a point where he just, like, chokes everything out to, like, just a chord, and then it kind of builds back up, and those kind of surprising moments, for me, also mm-hmm. happen at all
1: the right times, like... I this is going to get into just like a purely like personal preference. That was a lot. Um, uh, But for me, it's like, I, I think I would have liked a bit more of those moments, Mm -hmm. but I will also follow that up with, if you do have more of those moments, it's almost like a fundamentally different album at that
0: point. Yeah. And I, I so, so um, where I originally heard of surgeon was from a, a YouTuber called, uh, mylar melodies who does a live techno eurorack modular stuff. And, and he took a lot of inspiration from this guy mm-hmm. and kind of one of the, the quotes was, uh, some of this stuff is generative where I, I, you know, I don't think the album was, I think he's preloaded MIDI tracks and melodies, but, but the idea was if you're, you know, the idea of of this this youtuber talking about building a system was if the computer or the you know the synthesizer or the hardware spits out something generative a melody and the crowd is digging it does it know not to screw it up and mm-hmm. i think that's that's part of the thing is is um he's got those surprising moments which catch your interest but i think part of it is you know letting the crowd in a sense vibe to the music and mm-hmm. not changing too much too fast and and i i kind of agree i think that that is a good point in that it is almost a little too live in that sense where if you don't get perfectly sucked into this while listening, mm-hmm. it's almost a little bit too too much for a, a rave, too much for a dance party than it is for, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't keep a static listener engaged quite like that.
1: Mm-hmm. I think this album would have been better as an actual live album where, like, you could hear the crowd go with it, go with the music. I think that would be that would be really cool um, and would and could at least I'll, I'll say could not necessarily would could really highlight these moments in a way
0: this would be a great um, album where like they could do like a bonus you know like like the extended edition or the bonus version with a b-side that's like the same hour of music but actually like a live version of it where he played it start to finish at a show like here's the album and here's the album in it's live incarnation I could see that being really cool
1: that would be really interesting Um does this dude ever leave England for touring? I don't know, but man, I would love that to would, see you. That would be really cool. It's a, it's a, it'd be such a different show than what I typically go. And to. And it's just, it's so it'd be crazy. a lot similar to like, like the Sun show would be.
0: Yeah, I, I just think it's like I, I don't know that I've ever on an album heard such a perfect communication of like the crowd's vibe. Mm-hmm. Like you, <laughs> you just get like live vibes from this. You can tell when the crowd is into it and when they aren't. And you can tell that the length of everything is tuned to like keeping a techno rave engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be super cool to see this guy. I don't know if he's ever leaves England or what I, I read a story on Reddit of some people in England just paid him to come play for them. Like they got like (laughs) 200 people together and just fronted his bills to fly out and his hotel and paid him to come play. Nice. I mean, like he's that level of underground, but also Mm. a legend, which is like,
1: it's the perfect mix, man. It really is. So what do you think Ben's opinions on this? I think Ben's going to be a bit lower on this than Tim Uh, Hacker at least.
0: I think so too. Uh, I could see a universe where Ben is really into it. I wouldn't be surprised if he's really into it. But I'm I'm guessing he's gonna be more in the like, this is good but not great, would be my thought.
1: Yeah, I I could see him being really into this. Uh but I I, I don't think that's gonna be the case. No. But I'm, I wouldn't be shocked if I'm wrong. What's this? Oh let's, let's
2: see. All right, uh, Crash Recoil by Surgeon. Um <laughs> So first off, I just want to talk about the Album art and the oh, actually album really art. The first album of all, art. it's like a crash test dummy, like dancing in a crowd of human beings, and like that is. It's probably the most accurate album art I've ever seen to symbolize <laughs> the sound of an album, because um, this whole album is just like it's like if a robot, like AI, tried to learn like human emotions and human like <laughs> dancing and stuff like that, and made an album out of it. It's it's like. <laughs> it's so it's so incredibly just like metallic and like devoid of any warmth or anything but it's it, it definitely absolutely nails the aesthetic also the dude um the dude's image like he looks exactly like you'd expect him to look like this weird <laughs> that, like, oh like, like yeah like deadpan sociopathic looking dude who just makes beats on his computer but anyway um how do i feel about this album um as a vibe, it's phenomenal. Like it's probably in terms of like nailing what it's going for, this is one of the most successful albums we've listened to on this entire show. In terms of like as an album, as a composition, eh, not 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 the best. It's um, about how I expected him to feel. Uh, We're two
1: for two so like far.
2: Yeah. Every song sounds the same here. Like every song has that same don't <laughs> metallic bass beat and like and it's present on every single track. Um, so I, I really have no idea where this is going to end up for me. I feel like it's still going to go somewhat high just because I love the sound so much and it just, I don't know, it cracks me up. Um, super fun to listen to, even though it is incredibly monotonous and every song kind of sounds the same, but I mean, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on here. And, and I feel like even though it's not, quote-unquote, a good album, I still just love listening to it so much mm. that it's going to go maybe unfairly high. Oh,
1: maybe we're not right on this one. Yeah, I, I don't know that that's the take I, yeah, I fully expected. I, but... he, yeah, he threw a curveball at us there. At yeah. The end. Um,
0: <laughs> I expected him to respect it more than he liked it, not
1: the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that, that, that surprised me a little bit. I do see where he's coming from a lot. I do disagree with that it's like sounds... AI generated, which have you heard the AI generated Drake and weekend song yet? No, but I Dude, need it, to. It, it sounds like Drake and the weekend. <laughs> <Like it laughs> That's sounds, why they're suing. Yeah. Um, they've cracked the code that honestly, I think that would be a pretty good, like side bonus episode. Like our takes on what AI generated music might mean. for. Oh, we should industry. totally do that. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I I'm pretty high on this one. Um yeah. I, I do think I'm gonna put this below Tim Hacker. Um but this I think I'm more likely to come back to this one than I am Tim Hacker, because this one to me provides something unique that uh Hacker doesn't necessarily.
0: Yeah, I uh I am unsurprisingly super high on this one. I mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um gave me everything I was looking for and and I currently have it ranked super high as well. Um I do also currently have this just below Tim Hecker, but I would be I would I I'm going to call my shot now and say I bet this ends the year above Tim Hecker. Okay. Um but I I think, yeah, depending on the quality of the year this guy is, this guy's going to end up real high yeah. for me. And
1: like like I said with Tim Hacker, like this, this is an album that is like purely based on the mindset you're in going into it.
0: Oh yeah, the vibe is yeah. intense.
1: The this is this album is almost purely a vibe album, not completely, but it's like ninety five percent a vibe album.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent agree.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that'll be about it. Um, yeah, I think we're all we all would agree to give yeah. this one a shot at the very definitely
0: least. recommend. It. I mean, again, like you don't need to listen to fifty minutes. If you're ten minutes in and you're not digging it.
1: It's it's not going to change that much.
0: Yeah, but but I think this is definitely worth it. It's reasonably accessible. It's a cool glimpse into kind of underground techno. Mm-hmm. Very much worth checking out. Um, and this is a place too where opposite to our last one, if you got some headphones, it got the big bass boost. Like oh yeah, this vibe.
1: <laughs> get the 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 bassier you can get it, the better. I think <laughs> the beats by Dre's time yeah. to shine. Turn up the su- the turn up the sub if you got it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, so thank you all very much for listening. We are getting off of electronic music and we're getting to eighties thrash baby, <laughs> thrash metal, because <laughs> Metallica's got a new album, and we are also going to be reviewing uh, Overkill by Scorched in the same episode. We were going to do them as separate episodes, but for me, after listening to it, I was like, "There's no way I can talk about one of these without we we listened up the to other. two
0: OG." eighties thrash metal bands in the same week. It's just going to be one episode. Yeah. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, stay tuned for that.
1: Yeah. So thank you all very much for listening and, uh, join us next week. Have a good night.